0: Thank you. Welcome to Share Truth, Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, and I am joined by Cedra Sarton.
1: Yeah, I'm always here.
0: You're always here. I live in this chair. Without fail. And I appreciate it. I'm glad that I don't have to do this alone.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the one that runs the board, so I kind of have to be Yeah,
0: it would be pretty much impossible. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would be sitting here talking, and it wouldn't be recording at all. And
1: that would be sad.
0: Yep. Or maybe uh, not. We wouldn't have a radio show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they would cut us. That would be super sad. It would be
0: like dead air. Um, (laughs) If you're wondering who we are, by the way, we are Engage Magazine. This is our radio program, Shared Truth, Applied Scripture. We are AFA's outreach to you. Young Christians. And when we say young Christians, we kind of mean the ages between, you know, graduating high school and somewhere in the mid 30s. It's really vague. (laughs) So if you consider yourself a young Christian you're in the right place but i
1: honestly think (laughs) the content that we put out uh is beneficial to everyone absolutely and not not just young christians Mm -hmm. so um just because we say we're we're for young christians doesn't mean that we don't want you to read our articles or listen to the radio program we want everybody to (laughs) So,
0: Absolutely. That's uh, the goal.
1: And if you want to know more about us and read some of those articles, you can go to AFA.net slash the stand and that's where you can find our content. And you can also go to afr.net and mm-hmm. Click the tab at the top that says podcast if you want to uh, find us and listen to more of our radio programs.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, you may have heard somebody uh, laughing in the background here, a little third voice. That is Kendra White. Thank you so much for being on with us again.
2: Thank you, guys. I the older I get, the more I want to consider myself a young Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: that's, why it, that's why I keep nudging that age yeah, it a little just forward, keeps getting <laughs> a little <laughs>
1: older. As the engaged staff, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, 40s, Ages, maybe. gracefully. <laughs> we are too close in age for you to yeah. be considered not. Young, Christian. okay, good. All right. <laughs> thanks. Woo, we're young. in under the water. You are
0: as young as you feel, let's <laughs> say that. <laughs>
2: um,
0: well, we got you on because we wanted to talk about an article you wrote mm-hmm. for uh, Engage. It's called Is It Wrong to Be Strong, and um, it's I think a really great article, uh, for young Christians, especially because sometimes we'll open the Bible. And um, there will be passages in the scripture that seem to completely clash with our modern culture. notions of culture and how we should live. Feminism. And feminism and women. specifically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to talk about this article. You, you're, It's called Is It Wrong to be Strong? It's about biblical womanhood mm-hmm. um this is something that obviously you're very passionate about and um I we've thought, talked
1: about before uh, like yeah. we've had you want mm-hmm. to talk about this this kind of thing before not specifically about 100 this topic but the biblical womanhood mm-hmm. view we've brought you in several times so it's good that uh you're available yeah well, that, God right?
2: had to just like break me down a little bit by <laughs> little bit. So right. I guess I'm passionate about the topic yeah. because it was just a journey that I had to walk mm-hmm. through. And I was raised in a, a Christian home, um, and I've been amazed how many, um, how much of culture's perspective mm-hmm. seeped into my way of thinking without me realizing right. it. That I yeah. had to then go back to the Bible and be like, "Is this consistent with God's word?" Right. Um, just a, a little behind the scenes story <laughs> for my. Uh, What created this article? Um, I grew up um, being a gymnast, Mm -hmm. and so I like. prided myself. And when I say prided myself, it really was pride mm. that seeped into my heart on being strong. Yeah. You know, and we worked out and we like were able to do things that other people weren't able to do. And right. that just gave you this like really great feeling, mm. you know? And so I remember going to church and I would challenge all, anybody, but specifically the boys yeah. to arm wrestling <laughs> matches, right? <laughs> and I would win. Yeah. And I, it was just this moment of delight to see their little souls crushed. <laughs> (laughs) it was awful but Uh eventually a few years later as puberty started to hit Mm -hmm. all of my friends the um the differences in gender became a little more noticeable and all of a sudden I remember I had a standstill uh arm wrestling match with someone and I was like I don't this one. (laughs) And my arm was shaking. (laughs) Uh And all of a sudden, the guy started easily being able to beat me. And I was still a like strong Mm -hmm. gymnast. Mm -hmm. Um, And just seeing kind of the differences. I think uh, science tells us men have 40% more Mm -hmm. upper body strength on average. That's not to say that there aren't some crazy buff women out there. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it started this Realization of like this thing that I wanted to ignore in the back of my mind that there's this this power differenti- um, differential between mm-hmm. men and women, um, and I also found myself engaging in a lot of. Not cruel conversations, mm. but girls are better than boys yeah. type things mm-hmm. in high school and men are dumb and, mm-hmm. you know, making a lot of those statements that I just thought it was kind of playful banter. Mm-hmm. But I realized over time, as I got into my 20s and 30s and was looking for a spouse, mm-hmm. that I really thought less of men than I did of women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had a heart check moment where God had to really convict me and be like, "Uh, I made them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you are insulting something I created created and mm. said was good mm. um, so that's just kind of the behind the scenes of this yeah. article <laughs>
0: Well, and that, that's great i'm glad that you brought that up too because um when you're talking about that i was thinking okay well that's that's something that you know kids just do you know mm. like i i did the same thing when i was <laughs> a, a, a dumb you know kid you know i was i was saying oh girls Girl are, team g- yeah, <laughs> yeah girls are weak you know girls can't do anything you know yeah. and that kind of thing and Um, But the thing is, too, like, there are adults who say these kinds Mm -hmm. of things, too, and and say that in front of their children, and they create this cycle of, you know, putting down, like you said, putting down a a part of God's creation, but also putting down your future spouse, Mm -hmm. really, and... Uh, The things that you do say, you know, even at a young age, the things that you think will get ingrained in you and um, especially if you're being taught them and it will have an effect one day. Um, So that's an important thing to think about as we're young Christians or as we're parents um, to set a good example Mm -hmm. and not um, not make those statements. Like it's one thing to we don't want to think them definitely, but we especially don't want to uh, lead others in Mm -hmm. that way of thinking. And
2: yeah. It really—it really is a sign of maturity mm-hmm. to value in someone else what you don't have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that really cuts to the core of why God made men and di- women differently. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in culture we have this um, perceived value. Mm-hmm. You know, and the value is in, it's something called independence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you s- like, I'm gonna be a strong, independent woman. Yes. Um. Do y'all see anywhere in Scripture where independence mm-hmm. is a virtue that is held highly. I can't think of any,
0: no. Yeah, you're right. Now,
2: of course, Mm -hmm. things like hard work Mm -hmm. and not being lazy, Mm -hmm. you know, not that you're just supposed to have everybody do everything for you. Scripture talks about that, Mm -hmm. but I don't see any verses that's like, be ye Mm -hmm. independent and Mm self-sufficient. You know, rather, (laughs) it seems like all of Scripture implies that we're mm. supposed to thrive in community where we're responsible for each other. Right. And part of being responsible for other people means allowing others that have strengths that
1: you don't have to operate in those strengths. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well the thing is is men and women have differences not because one is better than the other but they are differences that allow them to work together and complement each other. Mm. And you know, so mm. I may not be physically as strong as a lot of guys, but there are things that I can do that mm-hmm. they can't do. Mm-hmm. So whereas they're strong, they're out there like, you know, doing the quote unquote outdoor work. Women right. can do that. But you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like the, the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, women are meant to be the nurturers, mm-hmm. you know, in the homes. And that's hard work, too. It's just a different kind of hard work. Right. Well, and the physical differential thing
2: was really hard for me mm-hmm. because I felt like why would God make one gender mm. more powerful than the other. It seems like you are inviting one group to dominate mm. over the other mm. and to intimidate. And we've seen that in culture, yes, like it has happened. Like, mm-hmm. apart from Christ, <laughs> yeah. power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of men that do abuse that extra strength and power. Yeah, so I'm like, God, you know you know mankind's weakness. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, Um, you created me at a disadvantage Mm. and I had to go to my creator with that because Mm -hmm. it hurt a little bit yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and that's a good thing to, to bring up too um That it's a result of the fall. So when you look at the passage in Genesis where God is laying out the curse, I mean, Mm -hmm. um, Adam and Eve have sinned. They were tempted by the serpent and they sinned and God's laying out the results of their sin. One of the things that he says is, you know, uh, women, you'll desire the man's place. Mm -hmm. Like you will want to be rule. in his ru- <laughs> rule, yeah to rule over him and he will rule over you mm-hmm. now that last part he will rule over you is not a good thing god's mm-hmm. not saying and then this good thing will happen he's saying no this is also part of the fall mm-hmm. men were not meant to rule over women to dominate women mm-hmm. in the original design of god when you look at um when uh Eve was created, and the word that God uses to describe her is "helpmate." Mm-hmm. That and now, I mean, I could, it, I, could, I could be wrong <laughs> about this, and 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 uh, Hebrew scholars might come after me, but I believe that the same word for the, uh, "helpmate" is a word that was later used to describe the Holy Spirit.
2: Mm-hmm. It is; he's our helper. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is not a sidekick, yeah. assistant. Um, you know number two, Mm -hmm. you know, person. And
2: what is the Holy Spirit associated with? Yeah. Power.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
2: he's not Mm -hmm. a weakling. That's like a little doormat. In the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. the the word that's described um, to use helper is also used to describe God. Mm -hmm. And in every context that it's used, it's God rushing to the aid Mm -hmm. of his people, kind of like, I think about Lord of the Rings when, mm-hmm. like, you know, Gandalf comes over the hill. You know, mm-hmm. like one yeah, of those epic yeah. moments where it's like, we are in trouble. Like <laughs> right. nobody would be like, Gandalf is so weak because he's a helper to the hobbits. <laughs> like, no, like he's <laughs> sorry for those of you that are not Lord of the Rings. I'm, fan. I'm just
0: having to my life right now. That, that's that's awesome.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so like re- realizing as a woman, like what you were saying, Sidra, mm-hmm. that like. Um, Yes, we do have a power um, difference Mm -hmm. physically, Mm -hmm. but um, Mm -hmm. it does not mean – when Scripture refers to us as a weaker vessel. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that used to grate on me like nails (laughs) on a chalkboard. Some call me the weaker vessel. It is not – I don't think God's intention was Mm -hmm. to make women feel – less. right? Um, I think what God was doing was he was pointing out, both of you have strengths and weaknesses, but there is a physical difference between men and women. Mm-hmm. And because of that, mm-hmm. men be aware, God has blessed you with this strength. And with that strength comes an obligation. And right. this is interesting to me. In almost every culture throughout the world, we've got this concept of women and children first. Mm. Um, Now, of course, when sin comes and things break down, you see a lot of selfishness happen. Mm -hmm. But in general, even people that don't claim to be believers, there's this underlying thought that maybe I should let the woman get out of the burning building first and the kid, you know, and Mm. um, why do you all think that is? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think if that we're equal. yeah, no, that's <laughs> absolutely true. So I think that that is something that's obviously uh, built into us mm-hmm. by design. Um, when I think about the relationship between Adam and Eve, um, th- and and the design of yes, the man is physically more um, powerful. He mm-hmm. is the he is the covering. He's the mm-hmm. shield. He's the one who. Uh, Uh, For instance, like patrols the perimeter of the camp, you know, and keeps out the Mm. the wild animals. That's the design that God created humans with. Um, But at the same time, uh, when when it was just Adam, you know, Mm -hmm. and and before Eve was created, um, God saw that it was an incomplete picture. Mm. Um, Something was missing. Something very, very important was Mm -hmm. missing. Um, Man could not have dominion Mm -hmm. over the earth. Just man. Right, they had to have women too, um, and so it was after Eve was created that God gave the command to go out and have dominion, mm-hmm. um, and it was given to both of them. And so when I think of yeah that relationship, when a when a man feels that tug on his heart, like don't leave your companion. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's not his wife, even if it's a complete stranger, there there's that that recognition of that design there mm. um and I think I think it's an amazing thing
2: my husband and I were talking about this like mm-hmm. if an intruder came in the house mm-hmm. or someone was a gunman like I have no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that my husband would leap across the room mm-hmm. and take a bullet for me. Mm-hmm. It's something that's built into him mm-hmm. and I, I felt bad but I told him, I was like, I love you so much and I'd like to think that I would do that but I was like, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's awful. I just admitted that on public radio. You're just like, but I was like, I would want to mm-hmm. but I have a feeling I would just freeze and it's right. just not the way that I'm built mm-hmm. um, but understanding that there's something different in men that mm-hmm. it's the way that God, d- you know, created them to right. be, and what a beautiful com- compliment that is to women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God mm. really showed me that what I thought was cruelty of him giving a difference in power between Mm. men and women was actually the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Because what it does when God gives one, he could have just equally divided all gifts and talents and we could be these non-gendered human beings. (laughs) But what would happen if we Mm -hmm. did that? Mm -hmm. I think we would become our own islands Mm -hmm. of self-sufficiency and pride would grow even greater Mm -hmm. in our hearts. And there would be such a lack of dependence upon others but God knew that as human beings we thrive in community we thrive and there is something so beautiful about not only um needing help from someone and someone helping you but being the one to meet somebody else's need Mm -hmm. um I in in the article I talk about um there's this Lipton Oh, there you go, I threw their name brand out. Yeah. It was you Lipton, <laughs> There's this is Lipton green tea bottle that was so hard to open. Mm-hmm. And it was like every single bottle, like I would like bruise my mm-hmm. hand trying to get these open. And it made me mad. And this was in my like strong independent woman phase. And so I would, like, try to get it, and I would ask, end up having to ask for help. It always had to be a man, yeah. and he would always pop that little booger open, <laughs> and it made me mad. I was like, why can I not do this? Mm, yeah. um, but going back to every time that I would pass it to a guy, mm-hmm. there would be this look mm-hmm. on his face that happened when he opened it. And I think some people in culture would say, yeah, it's the male ego. It's what you were noticing. But I really don't yeah. think it was that. Right? I really think there was a joy that Mm -hmm. came in man to be useful, to be helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you needed this and I met your need. And I would sometimes be at Walmart and be like, before I leave, I need somebody to open this. There's no one with me. And I'd ask like a random, you know, shopping cart boy, can Mm -hmm. you open it? And he would glow every single time. And the same is true of, of women. Like how many times as women are we able to not just our husbands, but, um, other men step in and fill a need where this is not their strength. And we right. can go, let me, let me help you with that. Right. Um,
0: yeah. And, and Jordan, I'm sorry. Y- you did you ahead. feel
1: that when I asked you to open my coffee drink earlier? I, you know, I did. I felt a swell of
0: joy. Yes. <laughs> I
1: had to come, come in and I'm like, here, use your strength and open my drink. <laughs> my husband and, did tell me, he's like, this
2: is very personal. He was like, but if, Ever I'm home and you need to open a, a pickle jar or something, and you ask another man in our household. <laughs> he said, "I consider that cheating." <laughs> he was like, "It's the same. It's an emotional betrayal." You come to me with all the pickle jars.
0: Oh, that's good. That's hilarious. But the, I love I love what that the, that joy that you were talking about too. And I think you know what you were saying is there are a lot of people in our culture be like, "Oh, that's just male ego." Mm-hmm. You know, men are just there. You know, and, uh, believing that women are there to cater to their every need and to puff them up and to make them feel good and it's such a twisting mm-hmm. of what the actual picture is yeah. women are not, he- not here to fulfill all the needs of men men are not here to fulfill all the needs of women yeah. we are here to glorify god together mm-hmm. in the way that we live together um and so we need to change our perspectives we need to change our values if mm-hmm. if we're looking at power and strength as the ultimate you know this this is what it means to be, you know, important and and significant as a person is to be powerful. We need to change that because mm-hmm. that's not what God believes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we need to recognize those lies for lies mm-hmm. um, and, and address them with the scripture.
2: And yeah. sometimes as a woman, that means humbly allowing a man to help you
0: mm-hmm.
1: is allowing him to operate in who God made him to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and knowing that that is, doesn't, Mean that there's something wrong with you, right? That's just the way you were built, and that's okay. That's it good. Doesn't mean you can't do it, <laughs> right? But you know, like we we've said, we've talked about that. This is a fallen and sinful world, so there's going to be sin, mm-hmm. and there's going to be times where uh, men have used their mm. their strength, their power to dominate women, and even though that's not the way the the relationship should work, that that happens, and mm-hmm. then women. As women, we have kind of tried to – we've overcorrected mm-hmm. into trying to dominate men. And the fruit of that is awful. Yes. It is not what women want. Mm-mm. Yes. You know,
2: we have created a culture where when women say, I can do it myself, the man's response is, well, okay then. Mm-hmm. And then that's where weak men that let the women rule. And exactly. then when women <laughs> – this is what's so funny is a lot of feminists that, yay, I'm finally – on top i'm finally working and like doing everything i wanted they get what they want and they don't like it and mm-hmm. they i've seen a lot of women that have a desire to be yeah. in the home they're like man i wish i could just be with my kid i wish i could you know and it
0: <laughs> yeah and they feel like they're letting the other women down if they choose mm-hmm. that they're, exactly. they're missing out on some sort of opportunity yeah um, and what, what is that's so sad. It is. It really is sad. Um, I, I, I do believe that there is, you know, we're all created in the image of God. And, and each of us displays a, mm-hmm. a part of his character in some way. And it's very mysterious. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that there is something that women um, portray, that, that, that women embody. Mm-hmm. That is a characteristic of of God that mm-hmm. men cannot embody as, or not as not as well, anyway. And we talk about nurturing and we talk about motherhood and and I would say that that is the ultimate physical expression mm-hmm. of 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 that exactly. But even for women who are not will never be mothers, um, that's still a part mm-hmm. of you. you it know?
2: is. I was single for a really long mm-hmm. time, and um there was this need mm-hmm. to just nurture things.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was all it was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: and no, I think you're 100% right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so uh going back to the scriptures and and really, I mean, if, if you're a young woman and you're, I mean, you you're you're struggling with these things, uh, first of all, we can go read this article. I'll I'll link it in the uh, the show notes of this episode. Um but yeah, go back to the scriptures and really uh look into what the Bible says about women and what the Bible says about uh, God's design for humanity, and I think you'll find if you if you really approach these scriptures prayerfully, you'll find that there is a lot of um, depth there. Mm-hmm. That God is not shortchanging you at mm-hmm. all, and you're not missing out on something. Um, That's
2: a good way to put it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That there there is a lot of um, impact that women can have, and there is women have just as much value mm-hmm. as men, even if by and large, women are not as physically strong as men. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it becomes kind of silly mm-hmm. it w- if we just say it, that we just really value physical strength, mm-hmm. that over everything else. Yeah. It just comes across as sort of you know, pitiful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a book by um, Mary Cassian mm-hmm. called um, Divine Design True Woman 101. Mm-hmm. And in it, she talks a lot about delighting in God's plan for gender mm-hmm. and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And that um, I think specifically for me, I had to learn like it's not just accepting, mm. but eventually you come to the place where you delight in the way that God made you, and mm. when you begin functioning that, and and I will say this too, there are a lot of things that people think the Bible says about womanhood that yes. it doesn't. Yes. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want to wear makeup and high heels, <laughs> like
1: that is not that, in Genesis. No. <laughs> you don't have to. Do you that. don't have to. Right. You
2: really don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are there are. Definitely cultural stereotypes that have been forced upon women, mm-hmm. um, but go to the scripture and to, mm-hmm. to separate that out. And, yeah. you know, one of the things I do love just to, to show that there is a strength that comes to being a true woman. Mm-hmm. Um, go read the Proverbs 31 woman.
0: Yes. She yes.
2: is not a pansy.
0: I know, yeah. That
2: girl, I, I, sometimes I hate her a little bit because <laughs> I'm like, you're making me look bad. Yeah,
0: exactly. So when we were talking about strength, right? And we're talking yeah. about, I mean, the, the, one of the first things that comes to mind when we're talking about feminine strength is the Proverbs 31 <laughs> woman. She's strong.
2: Yeah, it says She's, her arms are strong for her tasks. And yeah. she, she gets up at like... Four in the morning and then she's like up at night and her house is asleep and I'm right. like the woman does not right.
0: sleep. And it's not that she's only taking care of her children, yeah. well that's the majority of what she's doing. It also talks about she's dealing with the merchants. Mm-hmm. She's selling her goods and it's like she's she, has a, her own she got a, she's got a company. She's, yeah. <laughs> so like the the Bible never commands women to be weak. Yeah. In fact, the Bible commands women. The, yeah, the Bible <laughs> commands women to be strong multiple yeah. times.
2: You look at Deborah mm-hmm. in the Bible; mm-hmm. like that takes a lot of strength. Yes. To yes. you know exactly. um, to, to lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's some incredible stories of women who had to had to endure um, ridiculous things in mm-hmm. the Bible, and I love to. Um, there was uh, one time. Um, i was on an airplane and um it was i I travel with american family studios Mm -hmm. we were filming um a documentary about the bible she asked me what are you doing started talking about the project she said oh well i don't know about all that i don't know if i can believe all that because i think paul was Mm -hmm. a chauvinist and god hated women and so that was her statement Wow, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Well, I was Getting like spicy on the airplane." Yeah, okay. I did. It was a really engaging conversation. Mm-hmm. But I asked her, I was like, "Well, what led you to that conclusion?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Because I've read all of Paul's writings, and I was like, there have been some passages." I was able to just be mm-hmm. honest with her. I was like, "I've struggled to think like, does God really? How does He treat women?" And I was like, "But I've resolved those issues." So I'm curious, what are the what are the passages that that have caused you problems? And she was like, well, I haven't actually read them, but I've heard about them. (laughs)
0: I've heard they're in there.
2: So I was like, oh, I was like, well, Mm. here's the ones that, I struggled with and I pulled I started pulling up what God was doing in my heart and mm. teaching me and then I told her I was like but you know what I found is that God has an incredible love for women all mm-hmm. throughout scripture and that I was reading into the text instead of mm. um, reading the text yes. <laughs> you know for what it was and uh, I said you know the, the first women to um, the first people to witness the most miraculous miracle of all mm-hmm. were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus that came to the tomb. Mm-hmm. Or, it says the other Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those days being a witness, mm-hmm. um, women were not considered in the that culture like worthy of being a witness. Like right. they didn't count. Um, but in, in mm. God's view, <laughs> he picked a woman to be a witness of the most right. important, act in human history um you look at um all throughout scripture just the way that god you know he 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 talked to the samaritan woman at the well just men speaking to a woman they didn't know was like yeah very taboo let alone a woman Mm -hmm. with her past Mm -hmm. god doesn't care about the things that man cares about Mm -hmm. um and it was just interesting to see her kind of wall come down yeah it was like oh, well, I, this has been my excuse for why I haven't dealt with God. Right. <laughs> um, and to, to see wow. that wall kind of come down.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. It that really is. And so I, I think what we want to urge women to do who are listening – is to not settle for what the world tells you you should strive for, mm-hmm. you know, which is essentially to be a man,
1: You're right? Uh,
0: but to look in the Bible, you are going to be a good man, exactly. <laughs> be a great uh, woman. Yes, yes. Um, the Bible has uh, riches in store for you uh, in this regard, so uh, we encourage you to uh, dive into those pages and uh, and search them. Uh, thank you so much, Kendra, for being on you with guys. us. Yeah, uh, the show, the notes will be in. Um, I'm sorry, the link to the article will be in the, sh- the show notes of this episode. And until next week, guys. continue. continue. Continue to share truth and apply scripture.